Awards for television, film, commercial, special project. Um, even and, a video game one. Even the video game, yes. Okay. It's been around since 1972, 72, June 72 is the first awards show, yeah. But right. see if it was before that. Yeah. The first awards show was 72, um, June Foray, actually. Our a good friend. Phenomenal voice actress. Uh, 80. She's almost 95 or something like oh that. Oh, my goodness. She's amazing. She's incredible. Still, Did you see Dick yeah. Van Dyke at the? Uh, I, I missed the Saturday. No, how was he? He is so spry. I know he. Like he, he danced. Yeah, yeah. He danced on. I saw, we saw him at the Roy Disney thing uh, at yeah. the uh, El Capitan in Hollywood, and he did like the chimney sweep dance as he walked off the stage, yeah. just kicked his legs up really high and stuff. That That's awesome. when he was about eighty. Yeah, he was still. He ran yeah. off the stage and he was great. And I uh, just don't get it. It's incredible. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore and Carl Reiner were supposed to be there, but were both sick. Oh. And he's like, just he was just like so spry. He's younger. He's he, younger than both of them. No, no, I'm sorry. He's he's older than Mary Tyler Moore, but right. Carl Reiner's older than him. Yeah. yeah. But but he's still in such great shape and just a good attitude and smiling and laughing and complimentary to all the young people that were there. I mean, just what a guy. He's a great, great guy. We've met him, met him I met him a couple times. He's really nice. He's just as nice as you think he'd be. Okay, so what do we listen to music? This is just cool old classic Hanna Barbera music. This is like from like Rough and Ready. Even before, now with Huckleberry Hound. I mean, we're, talk, we're we're going back to like 1960 for this stuff. Yeah. So let's talk about the Annie's just for a little while here. Mm-hmm. So what, what were your impressions, Rick? Your studio was nominated. My studio got nominated for Paranorman for a, got a lot of nominations. Right. Yeah. It won. I'm terribly for, proud of Leica. Oh yeah, it was you know it was huge and Paranorman was a real crowd favorite. Every right. time it was announced, people went crazy. Um, it won for best uh, character design. By Heidi Smith, mm-hmm. which I was really happy about. I was a little surprised. I just thought, God, Wreck-It Ralph was up and all these other yeah. great mm-hmm. things. And um, our fearless leader, Travis Knight, yeah, won great. for Best Animation. And he totally deserved it. Oh, and absolutely. he was absolutely shocked that he won. And I talked to him afterwards. He's like, oh, my God, Rick. He goes, I, 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 had, I had no idea I was going to win. I was completely surprised. I saw all these people, all these Disney films nominated and Pixar. He said, I just, thought, I need, I just put that on my mind. I wasn't going to win. I can't believe it. I said, you did amazingly great stuff in Paranormal. Of course you should have got it. Anyway, he was very, very but grateful. That would be one of the best years for feature animation in mm-hmm. a long there's a good. There's a lot of really good films out there, and there's a couple. There's good films that yeah. didn't get nominated either. Now we're, now we're talking Oscars because Oscars are coming up in you know, right. three three weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's only five nominated for those. Right. But this, I think there was. But, six, but, six but I mean, for a 
year with a Disney film, a Leica film, a DreamWorks film, and all really good. Yeah. Good stuff. Great stuff, yeah. Good, a very good year, yeah. And Frankenweenie. Who did Frankenweenie? Tim Burton. That was Disney. It was Disney as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So Disney had, well, technically, technically Brave is Pixar. Right. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph is Disney, and uh, Frankenweenie is Disney. So, like, they had three films in there. Right, right, right. You know? And one of the voice actors from Frankenweenie was one of the announcers, um, Atticus Schaefer. Right, right. Who played the Igor-like character yeah. in Frankenweenie. He, he looks great. Right. Like he was great. Him. Doesn't he? He does. <laughs> he's a really very cool kid. He's a really cool kid. He's, you know, he's very short. He has he's, some kind of... He's incredibly articulate. Like, I was yeah, watching the yeah. APK of his interview, and, like, he's just so well-spoken. Yeah. Remember just... we saw him at the... Uh, did you... At CTN, remember that? The... Mm-hmm. the, the, the Frank and Winnie presentation that Don Hahn hosted and no, Allison and Bobby. He's, great. he's got a great he's really cool, too. Really right. cool guy. Yeah. Well, what we're going to talk about when we come back from our break is we're going to talk about our favorite animated characters of all time. Sounds Be- good. Because we saw the Annies and we thought, why not? Let's talk in about. In an animation kind of mood. We're in an animation kind of mood, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back after this message at Rick's Martini Bar. Down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back. I'm, spl- I'm blowing smoke rings into the microphone. How cool is that? Yeah, you're wearing your, your Rick's Martini Bar. You got my official shirt. Rick's Martini Bar short, a shirt. We can get, we can probably get people. We, you know, what we had to do. We had to have a website, and people can buy these. Well, yeah, we can sell those. Merchandising, uh, merchandising. merchandising. If you go to Amazon.com. Well, how about a bumper sticker that says, follow me to Rick's Martini Bar? Awesome. What do you think? I like that. I like okay. that. I'm coming up with stuff. Right on the I'll buy I like one. That. You're right off the cuff. Spitballing. I like <laughs> that. It's uh, called drooling. But but if you go to Amazon.com, we have uh, somebody bought a 400. Oh, I, should, I shouldn't say how much it was. It might have been. Go ahead. We're rich on our, our, our listener. $50 briefcase. Really? Has it got money in it? On Amazon. And we get a little piece of that. Nice. A briefcase? Thank you very much. Get a piece of the, I don't want a piece of their yeah. briefcase. Yeah, they have amazing accessories on Amazon. I, did you know that you, you can, can get, get books from like there. the 1800s on Amazon? You can really? Get anything on yeah, Amazon. I found a book that was from 1901 there today. That's amazing wow. what Amazon has to offer. You just go through our website, though, to do that. You can get anything yeah. on there. I, I think I, I, even 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 I do that now. How about that? I don't know why you'd want it, but it's on there. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's so a good deal. Yeah, so you can do that. If you go to www.mccartymetro.com, click on the Amazon link, and you Everything's the same price it would be if you just went to Amazon directly, but we get a little piece of it, mm-hmm. which is nice. And we help support the show, which we dare support the show. Someone's got to buy ice cubes. We're going to get ice cubes. Yeah, we get they're, ice not, cubes they're not cheap. Olives. Good ice cubes aren't cheap. And olives, olives, the stuffed olives, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about our favorite animated characters. And uh, should go first or last? Go ahead. Go. You go first. You go first. It's your bright idea. Well, my. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is a classic, and it's uh, actually the Any Awards they talked about, Mel Blanc a little bit, mm-hmm. who I think is great. And my favorite yep. is Bugs Bunny, because I love Bugs Bunny because he's he's a person, or a cartoon character that I loved as a kid, and as I got more educated and more aware, and more, I, I understood, it was funnier. Yeah. It was get funnier. Older, yeah. As I grew up, it became funnier. Mm-hmm. And even now, when I look at some of those old, old ones with the references to fifties and forties mm-hmm. Hollywood and radio shows, and radio stuff. shows, yep. they're just really smart. Well, you got to re- you realize those those cartoons are made by men, adults. Right? They did. They, they were not when these things came out in theaters. They were not for kids. They were. 
as part of a, a you know a film program. Yeah. The shorts, oh, yeah, trailers, right. a short, a cartoon, and two features or whatever. Right. And it was for adults. I mean, not strictly for adults, but they were not made for kids. Now, they're con- cartoons are considered for kids. Right. Bugs Bunny, that, that's the reason the references were for radio shows and other uh, movies for adults. So they'd get the James Hagney references and the right. radio show. The, right. You know. So they were made... For adult, they had like a, you know adults in mind when they wrote those things. So, but just a really smart, really, I love that character. I think he's got a good attitude. I don't know animation wise. Your you is the way he's drawn. Mm-hmm. No, he's, he's, he's brilliant. Well, there was an early design that um, that Tex Avery had done of, of Bugs Bunny. The one, the more common one that we know now was was redrawn, redesigned by Bob McKimson. Oh, really? Who was, in, who was in Bob Clampett's unit. And Bob McKimson was probably the best draftsman. He was an animator, but then became a director. He's probably the best draftsman at Warner Brothers. Right. So the one we know now was was basically Robert McKimson's design. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. yeah. Cool. So that's mine. So mine is Bud's Bunny, voiced by the great Mel Billing, probably Chuck Jones, mm-hmm. famous for... Uh, yeah. Well, I think half of Bugs Bunny's appeal is Mel Blanc, frankly. Really? Yeah. With that Brooklyn, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, That's that Brooklyn like attitude. That. I mean, I think his voice also helped create, give the, gave them ideas of what kind of character he was. Yeah. So when they would write the cartoons, it's like, okay, now Bugs is a real smart, out Brooklyn kind of guy. And right. that's and the cartoons reflected that voice after yeah. a while. Yeah. I'm going to throw a little off on a tangent here. We're talking about how Bugs Bunny wasn't, like, just made for children. It was made for adults, right. too, like the kid and all of us. This was actually at the Walt Disney Museum. It's a quote from Walt Disney. It's saying, before seven or eight, a child shouldn't be in a theater at all. But I didn't make the pictures, you know, the animated features for Disney, for children. I made it for adults. For the child that exists in all of us. So Amanda, stream of consciousness. Tell us who you like in uh, uh, animated if, characters. Again, from my childhood, this is—it's probably a tie between two characters that I love and have really shaped a lot of who I am and a lot of what I've gotten interested in over the years. And it would be Basil from Basil Baker Street oh. and Darkwing Duck. Is, is John Musker listening? Uh, I doubt it. He's most nervous. Uh, and Darkwing Duck here. that Ted Stone's created, because both of them were just very influential in my childhood. And Basil from Basil Baker Street, which is what the movie should have been called, according to Rick, and it's a better title. It's based on the book by Eva Titus. Yeah. Um, shaped my obsession with Sherlock Holmes and led me to watch the Basil Rathbone movies with Nigel Bruce and read all the stories and yeah, that. that and cool. then Darkwing Duck led to the superhero side of things. And there were so many things that were referenced as a kid I didn't get. They're referencing, like, you know, the day the earth stood still. And yeah. you learned about all these older things, mm-hmm. you know, as a kid. And now you're like, I know what those mean now. Yeah. So, again, they were not written for kids like shows right. are now. They were written for adults. And as you watch them as an adult, you're like, I get all these jokes now. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Well, it is so, uh, that's a good point, is that because it's amazing. Like I was saying, I learned stuff. It's like the, you know, how many times as a, as a stupid kid did I see Kill the rabbit, kill the rabbit, uh-huh. and then when you get older and you start seeing what that really is, you see the real opera, and you're yeah, wondering and why they're not singing like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> you guys are doing this all wrong. And there really was a Leopold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like those things mm-hmm. they become funnier mm-hmm. as, as time yep. goes on, and they make you look. I mean, they make you get interested in stuff that you might yep. not have gotten interested yep. in. Well, guess what? Not a commercial. Yeah, oh. Not a commercial, da. Oh. <laughs> not a commercial. Oh, oh. Not a commercial. Commercial. 
And when we come back, we'll talk uh, about. We'll talk to Rick. Find out who his favorite, which everyone's waiting for. Oh yeah, he's a oh, good Lord, yes. bated breath. And uh, we'll find out who his is, and then we'll, maybe we'll talk about some other ones. Maybe we'll talk about our most hated ones. Um, when we I know come what back, that one is. <laughs> Rick's Martini Bar. Hello, this is Amanda, and welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. That's right. Hi. We are talking about... It's nice to have a dame in the bar again. I know, it's good. It's I, wasn't even, I wasn't even <laughs> in the bar last week. Only you and Billy Moomy were here. You and, by the way, where's the, gin, where's the good gin, by the way, Jerry? You guys must have been here a while because the good gin is all gone. So, anyway, we're talking about animated... Uh, Characters and uh, I like Bugs Bunny and Amanda likes Basil of Baker Street and uh, Darkwing Duck. Rick, okay, since I'm the animator, I get to you pick get more to, than your one. Your opinion means all right. This means more. Well, than you'll be surprised, Jerry. I think everybody will be surprised when I say that my favorite character of all time is Wally Gator from. Wally? I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I would totally That's be too obscure. That's too, <laughs> too obscure. I would um, be all in on that. Yeah. My favorite, actually, my favorite character is also Bugs Bunny, but I have to add it also with Daffy Duck. I got to have them both, okay? Okay, good. Not because they have to be in the movie together, but I think equally they were so different in their characters and both really, really strong, and they completely dominated the cartoons they were in. Their personalities were so strong, again, thanks to Mel Blanc and, and of course, the writers and the animators. Right. Uh, So I'm going to say Bugs and Daffy together. And I'm going to keep going here. My favorite Disney. I think also we can, you can't leave out Mickey Mouse because oh, yeah. let's face it, as Walt said, it all started with a mouse, and it did. Right. And he's Mickey Mouse is the one that really drove animation into pop culture. What is uh, just what is the appeal? Everyone loves him. I love him. Okay, that's very simple. But what is the appeal of Mickey Mouse? The appeal of Mickey Mouse, frankly, is he's just an every 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 man. Yeah. He basically is, and if you you know if you know anything about history, animation history, he is Walt Disney. Yeah. That character is Walt uh, Disney. Just a nice guy, wants to get along with everybody, wants to help people. Right. Does, he it, makes does mistakes, his best. Like we all do. Yeah. Makes mistakes, but he always stays positive. And I think people, I think people relate to this kind of go getter kind yeah. of a character. He's just a likable guy. But you know? visually too, I think it's a lot of circles, and I think mm-hmm. that's really the big it's eyes, very pleasing. The factor. It's, the it's, the very, it's like the very first appealing animated right. character where you like to look at him. Right. His designs are very friendly, very appealing. Like and Felix the Cat was not as much. Why is Felix not around? Because yeah. he just wasn't as good of a character. Yeah, I, I when I was in elementary school, I had a huge Mickey Mouse on my. Yeah, I mean when I was my, uh, when I was in when I was like in junior high school, for some reason Mickey Mouse got really popular. Just images of Mickey Mouse, and there were shirts. Yeah. With Mickey, I'd buy shirts with Mickey Mouse all over them, like right. it was part of a pattern. I mean, it was just like just that image of Mickey Mouse standing there with his hand on his yeah. hip and his his hand out. That was just a amazing design and people just fell in love with it yeah. you know yeah. and he's still around so yeah. Yeah. you know that's I think you, you gotta bring up you gotta you gotta bring up Mickey Mouse my favorite character from a Disney film though and all the Disney features I think the most likable character in, anyway for me is Pinocchio really as, as, as the puppet I mean when he's, when he's a kid it's I pretty figured. much over but just that again as kind of a child a naive 
positive, upbeat, innocent, corrupted, and but very likable. I mean, he's a very likable little kid, you know, and just all the stuff he has to go through and it changes in in his life. Yes, he changes, and I mean. That's. I mean, I think he's amazing. I just. I think that character is so well written, and he. And his animation is like some of the best they ever did. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Nine Old Men just hit it out of the park. Okay, man. I pass you this question for our female listeners. Yes. Favorite princess. Uh, my favorite has been and probably always will be Belle because because she, she she was not only was she well read but she was just such an independent mind right. even before Jasmine and she knew what she wanted she even though Gaston was like the handsomest guy in the village everybody wanted him she wanted no part of it because she knew what she wanted she was very confident in who she was right. and that was very you know it was very attractive as a young girl who drew that one Rick mm. that was Mark Hen Mark Hen Mark Hen really? James Baxter Mark Hen James Baxter Lorna mm-hmm. Cook um Get some bigger word like Yeah, he won. Mark, my friend Mark Hen. I, I wish I could mention all these people that won awards last night. Howard Green, Go our ahead. very, very good friend Howard Green, won the, won the June Foray Lifetime Achievement Award, and he's like the greatest guy in the world. He's been at Disney for like 36 years in publicity, and he is the nicest guy in the world. And he loves Disney, and he's, plus he's great at his job. So I, we were, I was so happy he got that last night. Um, Mark Hen is a friend of mine. Worked, I worked with him at Disney. He's a, you know, like a legend now right. at Disney. and just a, He's a, like Mickey Mouse. I mean, he's just like a really likable, yeah. nice guy, and he did, does great animation. Everyone love it when nice guys no, he's the he's, thing about he's just is genuine. It's not just her animation. I mean, there, you have a great story, you have a great heroine, you have the amazing animation, then you have Paige O'Hare who's doing the voice that just gave her this amazing, you know, uh, ability through all these songs that mm-hmm. she sang, and it just touches your heart. And like the same way that Ariel's voice did too, but Belle is still right. a stronger character for me. Right. And then Jasmine was also very strong, but she was a little more. I hate to say witchy, yeah. but you know she she had this edge about her. Mm-hmm. She was very you know unhappy you know, with her position in life. It's interesting. I think if you look at those three movies that we did, Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Jasmine, there's a progression of of the of the girls. I think I think Ariel is probably the most innocent and probably the most, most just immature. Gen- yeah, just like a young girl, right. immature, naive. Belle's a little more kind of knows what she wants. And then Jasmine's like definitely knows what she wants. Right. I mean, she's definitely the strongest. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting how the the girls evolved in those three movies. That's really you know? interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Cool. Great. Okay. Well, we gotta go. We're way over time. So, okay. for the lovely Amanda Raymond and her betrothed, he <laughs> <laughs> trouble. He had trouble with that word, but you got it out. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. I think I've had a couple of martinis. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the whole point of the podcast, it's Jerry. Bar, you know. So, anyway, for all of us, I'm Jerry McCarty. Cheers! Uh, for all of you, cheers! Touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass.